Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another sub, 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 however many sub segments of women around the world, activists around the world, advocates around the world. We've changed the name so many times. Fictional women around the world. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've mentioned in our past episode on Wednesday Adams that I was in a bit of a pickle because of The Last of Us. And everyone knows I want to talk about The Last of Us. I've already chosen the four next fictional women from The Last of Us I want to talk about. But I said, oh, I'm in a pickle because now, even though I've spoiled this a million times in the show, people who haven't, who have somehow like not taken that in, the show is airing, not a sponsor currently, on HBO. And I was like, I can't talk about it. And it turns out I was correct. Um, <laughs> because a lot of people have contacted me and been like, please don't spoil it. I'm like, how have you not been spoiled? You know me. <laughs> I've talked about it repeatedly. Yes, but I, I shall not do it. But you... Better believe that I am ready. Once the show ends, there's not going to be a very long period before. <laughs> the other issue, though, is that's in Star Wars territory, too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. These are Uh-oh. the things I wrestle with, with with our massive calendar that we have. <laughs> yes. That's a good news. Yes. We got some things on the calendar, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and also, this one is not sponsored by HBO Max, not just because The Last of Us, but we're talking today about Velma Dinkley of Scooby-Doo. And there is a new show that I have not seen. Full disclosure, I have seen a lot of stuff written about it. Yes. <laughs> I have not seen. So that is not a sponsor. I, I just wanted to talk about Velma because, as we're going to get into this show, before this new series was announced... There was all of this conversation about Velma online that I saw. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I hadn't considered doing her. She wasn't on my like list, my very long right. fictional women around the world list. I was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to talk about her. Because I grew up loving Scooby-Doo. Did you watch Scooby-Doo? I didn't. 
it was one of those things that was out of my time frame. Either mm. I was in Korea uh, when it kind of became big because of the older, older version, or I was already a teenager-ish when it came, like, re redid things. You know how they did. Right. Like, I was getting to the later ages. Uh, this is also my own thing about, like, not watching a lot of cartoons. That's true. You're not a big cartoon fan. Mm-mm. I loved it. Uh, it was what I would watch when I was homesick. And, you know, like, they would do those VHSs. <laughs> yes, listeners, VHSs. And it would just have, like... <laughs> Three, like the top three episodes with ghosts in them or the top three with this in them. And I just watched them over and over to the point like when I was doing this outline, some of the old lines, I could hear them just rattling around in my brain. <laughs> oh, really? That's that familiar to you? Wow. Yes. I will say I did watch the Supernatural crossover with Scooby Natural. Yes. Yes. I saw somebody dressed as them that like whole crew at Dragon Con once, and I was like, that is a good costume. That's a good costume. Deep dive. I like that. (laughs) Yes, well, speaking of deep dives, there is a movie, it is not very good, but I do love it, called Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. I could probably quote most of that movie. (laughs) It is not very good. But it had had a soundtrack by Third Eye Blind. Really? Yes. Wait, was this a live action or was it a cartoon? It's a cartoon, but it's a a movie, like not just an episode of the show. Um, And Mark Hamill is the voice of Scruggs. Really? Yes. That's the little puppy, right? No, 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 no. (laughs) That's Scrappy, infamously hated Scrappy. Oh, okay. Scruggs is like this, like, alligator wrangler who's seen too much. Um. <laughs> That's about right. That's about yes. right. Okay, yes. that makes sense it, Honestly, it is, <laughs> given, okay. like, his other yeah, characters. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but I I watched that movie not because I loved Scooby-Doo. I think I kind of, like, moved out of my Scooby-Doo phase by then. Um, it was because Mark Hamill was in it. And I've made the people, my kind people at Saver, other podcast I do, watch... Scooby Doo on Zombie Island when the pandemic first started. Oh, did <laughs> so you really? Watch party. Wow. Yes. It was on Netflix at the time. Uh, also, not a sponsor, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I. It's just got a warm place in my heart. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, Scruggs. I think it's Scruggs. I could be wrong. It's, his name is not said very. I think it's said once. But anyway, okay, anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> yes. There is part of the inspiration for this was this new show that I have not seen um, called Velma which is an animated show, adult show, um, about Velma's origin story. And it caused quite the hubbub when it was announced, kind of on the tail end of something else we're going to talk about, but it was sort of like clearly announced that she was gay uh, and also Asian. So we're not going to, as I said, I haven't seen the show. There's not going to be spoilers for it. We're mostly just going to talk about kind of her history and then why... Mm -hmm there was all this controversial conversation happening around her. Well, jinkies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, she has appeared in cartoons, comics, books, movies, games, and toys. Over the years, uh, 12 actresses have voiced animated Velma, while four have played her in live-action adaptions. And her origin story has been revamped several times, but as always, we're going to do our best. Uh <laughs> Can I rant for a sec? Please. 
pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So Velma was first created by Joe Ruby and Ken Spears in 1969 for Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? I imagine I don't have to explain Scooby-Doo, but maybe I do. Um, Basically, it started as an animated children's show following the Scooby gang, as they were called. Uh, Fred, Daphne, Shaggy, Velma, and Scooby. Scooby is a dog, in case you don't know. But the rest are teens, and they go around in their brightly colored mystery machine van and solve mysteries. They meddle in affairs of villains everywhere. It has had a long-lasting popularity and cultural impact. It's inspired spinoffs, reboots, live-action adaptions, and some truly head-scratching crossovers and cameos. Oh, my gosh. Just (laughs) look that up. It's hilarious. Each character kind of represents a trope, and Velma is the somewhat nerdy, smart one. Uh, and yes, her cut trailer's Jinkies, which was originally ad-libbed by the first voice actress, Nicole Jaff. The character was inspired by Zelda Gilroy from the 60s sitcom The Many Loves of Dobie. Dobby? Dobby. Gills. Gills. Gillis. I just butchered that whole thing. I have not heard of this. But anyway, back to Velma. She has 10-length auburn hair, freckles, thick square glasses that she often loses, and typically wears a large orange turtleneck sweater, a reddish skirt, long orange socks complete with black Mary Jane shoes. It's a very iconic look. Uh, According to some descriptions I read, she is, quote, heavyset? What? Yes! How do you even know that? I know. Well, there apparently there's one episode, which I don't remember, where you see her in Daphne in bathing suits, and it's just implied, like, she's the bigger one. Um, That's rude. 
And then there's also a line she says where it's time to start my diet. When, and when she says that line, it's in a crossover episode with the Adams family. <laughs> but so anyway. Odd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also has a phobia of clowns, which she overcame. I feel her. <laughs> But yes, uh, Velma has a love and fascination with mysteries. And she can be quite competitive with others over it. Um, She's sarcastic, witty, protective of her friends. And she can be sneaky and secretive. Um, Of the group, she's definitely the skeptic. She's the one like, that is not a ghost. I, I know there's, I know one thing, it's not a ghost. We can find a logical explanation behind this. Um... She has a hodgepodge of skills, like she knows Morse code, um, that which she learned in the Girl Scouts. She can identify a fake jewel, which is pretty cool. Um, some basic martial arts, and she's generally strong. She has a wrestling move she calls the Flying Dinkley, um, which in- <laughs> involves like holding two people up in your arms. So pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She loves hockey, and she can talk about hockey strategy. She's had a few jobs. This is one of the things that confused me the most because you're also kind of watching this. Even as a kid, I was like, so their job is they solve mysteries? Um, But anyway, she has been a freelance detective in her hometown, which by the way, the name of their hometown is Coolsville. Coolsville. (laughs) Okay. Yep. Uh, She's been an extra in like movies. Uh, She has been the owner of a carnival, but that was like for one episode. Um, She's been a research assistant. She's been the owner of a mystery-themed bookshop. That was in Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. That's how I kind of (laughs) knew her. (laughs) Um, And speaking of, she has had a handful of romantic interests. Over time, most of them... Something like a horror writer or detective, which was the case in Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, or a movie star. But let's talk about some of the recent conversations, starting with the fact that she is portrayed as East Asian in this new show. Um, This is not the first time women of color have voiced her. The new reboot, she's voiced by Mindy Kaling. um, Or that she's been animated as having darker skin. Of course, racists on the internet were not happy about it. Of course. Yeah. Some Asian Americans worried that reimagining Velma as Asian played into the smart, nerdy Asian stereotype of the model minority myth. So that was a concern people were talking about, and I read an article about it that had an interview from sociologist Nancy Wong Gwen, who said of this, I grew up with Scooby-Doo and Velma, and for sure I could really see her as East Asian. Hopefully not in a model minority way, but a quirky way that's kind of bookish, but she's multifaceted. The fact that she could be nerdy, that was kind of revolutionary back then, as someone who was an Asian American female nerd, a person who was geeky and nerdy, but into fashion, all sorts of stuff, I hope she can embody so much more than the nerd. And like I said, this was written, I think, before the show came out, but also... Um, as I said at the top, I do Scooby-Doo is, you know, in a lot of ways, a very simple kind of show where you have the smart one, you've got your pretty one, you've got like a formula. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I think these concerns were founded. Um, second, yes, she has been confirmed as queer, and some conservatives predictably <laughs> melted down about it. Um, she has also been previously voiced by a queer person, and the queer person was like, Yes. <laughs> Obviously. I think that they do a whole, like, hello, I voiced it. Do you right. not see me? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, I yeah. want to interject here. Like, this is kind of that level of when we talk about 
people who get chances on being a star or the star of the show, they're typically yep. white, and that's the only way it works. Mm-hmm. This is one of those examples of when you see it imagined, because it's a cartoon. Right. It's not a real person. <laughs> right. And people get upset because they're not white. This mm-hmm. is why we have to have a moment of be like, well, of course they're white, so you need to understand that is an advantage in itself. Right. Yeah, it, that was what I think... There has been so much written about Velma, you guys. <laughs> like, you can go read it. But uh, that was one of the points a lot of them made was like, it's a cartoon. Like, right. <laughs> once again, <laughs> mythical figures, cartoons. I'm not really sure why you can't see a revamping. Right, exactly. In 2022, uh, so going back to this sort of thread of uh, Velma's queerness, the producer for Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, which ran from 2010 to 2013, said that he always intended for Velma to be gay in his version and that the show was canceled before they could get to the planned romance between her and her rival, Marcy Fleach. And he said uh, censorship was also at play. Here's part of what he posted about it. I've said this before, but Velma and Mystery Incorporated is not bi. She is gay. We always planned on Velma acting a little off and out of character while she was dating Shaggy because that relationship was wrong for her and she had unspoken difficulty with the why. There are hints about the why in that episode with the mermaid. (laughs) And if you follow the entire Marcy arc, it seems as clear as we could make it 10 years ago. Whew. Um... And then James Gunn, who I did not know, wrote the first two live-action movies. Really? So, I didn't yes. Know okay. <laughs> yes. Is his brother he, in there? That would have been the clue. He always puts I, his brother in the movies. It's true. It's true. I mean, I have not watched those movies in a long time. <laughs> I bet they did not age well. But anyway, oh. he wrote... Yes, he wrote these first two live-action movies, which, by the way, I only saw because there was a trailer for Harry Potter before it. <laughs> wow. What a, what a time to be alive. Um, what anyway, a time. <laughs> he said something similar. Quote, In 2001, Velma was explicitly gay in my initial script, but the studio just kept watering it down and watering it down, becoming ambiguous, the version shot, then nothing, the released version, and finally having a boyfriend, the sequel. And I think that's something we hear a lot mm-hmm. where that's sort of, and I know this conversation, we've had it before, it's very complex and nuanced, but going back to that queer baiting thing where you'll see a trailer and it's sort of like implied, oh, here's this character and it's a queer relationship. And they might have even shot scenes around that and then it's not in there at all. Mm-hmm. Like even this thing you saw in the trailer might not right. be in there. Which someone got sued for. Yes. Oh. I was thinking about that. Um, and I it went through, right? So they... Mm, you're not supposed to mislead in the trailer. Yeah, they yeah. won. Mm-hmm. Or did they win, or is it currently going? I think they won, um, but it might be currently going. Uh, well, anyway, if you don't know about that, <laughs> some fans were mad that it was implied Anna Darmus would be in a thing, and then she wasn't. These dudes really wanted her in the film. She was cut out completely, so they were yeah. mad, and they sued the studio. Yes. So I guess we'll have to come back and check in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. 
Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. But going back to Velma, uh, her queer status was confirmed in a promo for Trick or Treat in 2022. But in a lot of people's minds, she has a long history of being queer-coded. Um, fans have speculated for decades that Velma is gay, was gay. It was 40 years before the character was shown dating anyone, and it was Shaggy. Uh, because of that, a lot of fans theorized it was because she wasn't into men. I I totally get that. I've done that. But I also am like, I wonder how much there was kind of the nerd can't get a date. Um, mm, that's what I thought. Yeah, stereotype as well. I'm, I'm not, like, even though I watched it a lot as a kid, that's not what I was, that's not what I was, like, remembering or putting together. I wasn't into romance, so I'm sure if there's plenty of stuff I didn't even pick up on, but. Yeah, because there's always that comparison between Daphne and yep. uh, Velma, and Velma obviously can't get the boys of Daphne's around. That's what right. I had assumed as a kid, I guess. Me that as well. Really watch this. <laughs> yeah, me as well. And I think there's certainly that at play. And this is also an interesting conversation, which I'm I'm very excited to have. We have, we are going to have it um, about what happens when, like, how fandom interprets things versus what the creator meant. Because there's a part of me that just thinks the creator, and I, this is all, this is all my anecdotal kind of gut reaction that the creators never meant for us to be like, oh, she's queer. She's never had a date. They meant for it to be like, oh, she's the nerdy one. Right. <laughs> she doesn't have to date. But fans took it. And we're like, no, it, it can be this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going back to <laughs> that, uh, a lot of fans thought Velma joined the Scooby-Doo gang for Daphne, that she was into I've Daphne. Yeah. Whether or not she knew it. Because um, that's another interesting part. I read a lot of good articles about, like, whether she had internalized homophobia or just didn't know she was queer, couldn't quite articulate it yet, that she had this kind of what the... One of the previous quotes we said um, is like she was dating Shaggy, but she knew it was wrong. She just didn't know why it was wrong and why it didn't work and kind of figuring that out. But the ship between Velma and Daphne is so popular that when the TV movie Daphne and Velma came out in 2018, fans were hoping it would be revealed that they were a couple. Uh, it was not, but it was a very, 
People were very excited about it. Another thing I saw brought up a lot about it was she didn't dress super femininely. She was physically strong. Um, Traits that are normalized now or more normalized than they were when this first came out, at least. Because, yeah, they were were pretty rare in the early 60s. I mean, late 60s, early 70s. Um, People have said she's relatable, that she owns who she is. I would agree with that. And that she's long been a been a feminist icon because of that. Um, and and largely people really celebrated these things. You know, get your, your hate on the internet, this vitriol, and so loud um, and so gross. But lar- most of the stuff I read, <laughs> which wasn't just like in my corner of the internet, but like big articles by big, big people um, were into it, were celebrating it. I will say a lot of people do connect also with that she's kind of the, she's into the mystery aspect. She's into books. She's just like, because if you're watching it, you probably are too, or at least as a, a part of it for some people. Uh, as I said, I haven't seen the new show. I am so confused by so many of the headlines I'm reading about it. Um, it has been majorly review bombed. I think there's like very bad faith things happening going on here and very good faith things happening, but it's like, so confusing that I can't in this episode I can't talk about it um I think we should come back I think a lot of that has to do with the creator of the show like it's not necessarily the show I don't know I've never seen it but but it seems like the controversy is around the creator Mm -hmm. and instead of the actual show which could be a whole conversation about seeing women in writing and creating Mm -hmm. and doing their own narrative or it could be true, like, maybe what they've done is overshadowing or maybe past things that have been implicated is overshadowing the show. Right. Yeah. It's it's like a mess. I was getting overwhelmed mm-hmm. by trying to, to suss out, like, what was, especially because I haven't seen it, like, what is done in right. good faith in this conversation. So I, I do think we should come back and talk about it. But for as a, a Women Around the World segment, <laughs> fictional Women Around the World segment, I think... It was too much. It was too much. But uh, just to know, there is, I mean, there's a lot of other things we could have talked about too. There is a lot of conversation happening about this. Mm -hmm. So if you want to read more, um, I really enjoyed reading a bunch of these articles about it. And I liked hearing people's like fanish, how excited they were about this character. Right. There was a lot of excitement to it, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, listeners, if you have any thoughts about this, if you're a huge Scooby-Doo fan, if you've seen the show, uh, please let us know. You can write to us at stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast or on Instagram and TikTok. That's stuff yeah. I've never told you. <laughs> thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.